Hello and welcome to Stitch Talk. I'm Nicola, creator of the Design Your Own Cross Stitch Patterns course and all-round cross stitching enthusiast. Here we talk about all things cross stitch and catch up with your favourite cross stitch designers, hearing all about what inspires them, their design tips and what they love about the wonderful world of cross stitch. So thanks for joining and let's dive in. Hello and welcome to this month's episode of Stitch Talk. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, this time I'm going to be speaking about one of my favourite topics, which won't surprise you, as you know, um, I have a cross-stitch design course. Um, but I'm going to be sharing some of my top tips for getting started with designing your own cross-stitch patterns. But before I do, um, I just wanted to mention about the new Patreon for the podcast. So thank you so much to those of you who have signed up um, after last month's little plug of the new Patreon feed. But over there, I have got bonus episodes, sort of behind the scenes episodes, where I chat a bit more about some of the things that are going on in my business, um, things I'm stitching, and just enjoy a nice beverage or two um, with you all. And um, I also have some mini series. So at the moment, I'm looking at creativity, which actually feeds quite a lot into what I'm going to be talking about today. Um, but ways to nurture your creativity, um, creativity in cross stitch, and um, yeah, a whole little series on that. And I'm going to be going into um, some other mini series in the future including I'm sure some elements of cross stitch design as well so do check that out there's lots of different levels that you can join depending on whether you just want to um, throw a dollar my way to support the podcast each month um, or whether you want access to all that bonus content so do go and check that out the link is in the show information so let's get started cross stitch design hooray um, <laughs> there is so many reasons I think why you might want to get into cross stitch design I think any of us who stitch um, we very often sort of harbour these desires to do that um, and wonder what the kind of patterns that we would create would be like or maybe you know as we start to stitch um, we start to think about oh I'd love to do this thing that is personal to my circumstances or wouldn't it be cool to have a pattern of this place that I go on holiday that I absolutely love um, or wouldn't it be amazing to be able to make something personalised for someone as a gift there's so many different reasons why we want patterns that are really tailored to us and more tailored to the person that we're giving them to my first pattern actually that I ever designed was um, for my son's baptism and this is a really common story you'll hear from cross-stitch designers where you'll say oh why did you do your first pattern and they'll say oh well I wanted something for and I couldn't find it I couldn't find the style that I wanted couldn't find something that fitted and that was the same for me like I wanted something to commemorate this special day all of the baptism like christening patterns I found were quite old-fashioned didn't really like any of them so I thought okay well you know I'll just have a go and, and see if I can do one myself um really loved it and then I thought well if I couldn't find anything maybe other people can't find anything so I stuck it up on Etsy and started to get a few sales coming through and thought oh okay this is cool enjoying this um, and so you sort of ended up with a little side business and that is where all of this started now here I am with a podcast um, and it's great because actually I know a lot of us are thinking more about you know side hustles and 
maybe other ways of bringing in a little bit of income into our household you know a lot of us have had a lot of upheaval recently with work um, and it's a really great thing to do you know you can design your patterns you can design them really you know for you (laughs) um, things that you really want to stitch um, and just put them out there and it doesn't really cost much to get them up on Etsy Um, and then when they sell they sell and it's just a little bit of passive income that comes in so yeah maybe that's something you're interested in and want to do it um, as a little side business Um, and yeah it's that's a lovely possibility of designing as well but I think you know for me one of the main things I love about it is that being able to capture my memories um, capture important things to me in patterns and yeah stitch them up and have them around my home I love the ability to do that by being able to design so top tips then about actually getting started with it It can be a bit daunting, I think. Lots of us have the feeling that we'd really like to give it a go. um, But when we actually sit down to do it, it's a bit like, where do I begin? Um, So the first thing that I would really recommend, um, which I recommend in my course actually is the first thing people do, is to grab a sketchbook. I think it's great to have one book, like one place that you go to gather your ideas um, and treat it like your kind of play space, you know, this is where if you see a really gorgeous colour, um, a little swatch of something or a swatch of fabric that you love, take a, you know, take a little sample of that and stick that into your book. Um, I think it's about having an attitude of kind of lightness and play um, and just gathering up things that you enjoy. Like maybe it's a postcard or a picture of somewhere and you can just gather up all these things and start to kind of piece them together. Anything you find inspiring, just try and capture it in some way, whether that's a sketch um, or whether it's a picture or like say a a cutting of something, pop it in your book. Um, And that very quickly becomes a sort of... Um, repository can't think of a simpler word the repository Um, but it very quickly becomes a place where you've sort of got all of these ideas and your creativity just kind of starts to bubble and ferment and it's just lovely and you can go back there and think oh yeah you know maybe I'll take this idea further or maybe I'll take this idea further but you don't then have that kind of sitting down with a piece of paper and a blank mind (laughs) and thinking right now design something you know that is really tough to do and actually the first stage is really playing and experimenting and gathering and thinking about these things and playing with color and shape and just seeing what you come up with so that would be my first tip um, to do that and to have that attitude of fun around it I think another thing that can really hold people back and make them feel a bit daunted about designing cross stitch patterns is feeling like you can't draw. <laughs> I get this one a lot. I've actually written a blog post about it because it's so common that people say, oh, I can't really draw. I'm not very good at art. Or my teacher at school said I was terrible at art. So, you know, I can't do it. Um, and I always say to people that, you know, drawing is ultimately a skill like any other. So sometimes we, with drawing, it's a bit like singing in a way. I think people just think if you can't open your mouth and sound incredible, then you can't sing. But actually singing is a skill that is learned. Like, yes, there's natural talent, but you can learn to be better. You can learn to hold a tune. And it's the same with drawing. Like you can um, learn to create the shapes. You can train your hands um, 
to be able to capture what you see in front of you but if you only pick up a pencil like when you're a child and you never do it again for 30 years and then you expect to create this absolutely beautiful (laughs) sketch the first time like it's not going to happen but that doesn't mean that you can't do it it just means that you haven't done it for such a long time so you need to let yourself play again and experiment and draw and enjoy that um to be able to draw the things that you want to so it really is about practice like you know I really like setting small challenges for myself so I'll maybe say okay um, I'm going to set myself like a little sketching challenge every day um, I put this actually in my there's a Facebook group uh, for the course and I put one of those little sketching challenge in there um, for this reason so it's a 30-day challenge and you just draw a different thing um, every day so you just find something that um, inspires you in that category and just sketch um, and you can do that literally in five minutes probably less and just by doing that it's going to build up your confidence build up your skill um, and you'll be amazed probably by where you can get to in just a few weeks the other thing I would say though with the whole cross stitch and drawing thing is that um, take a look a good look at some of the patterns that you have enjoyed stitching recently um likelihood is and I'm not um, saying this to put down any cross stitch designers because the things that I design are simple um, but you know cross stitch is made up of little squares uh, many of the designs are not that complicated like the images the things you're at the, the um pictures that you're actually stitching up you know are often quite simple and there's nothing wrong with that like I love that I like stitching up um things like that I'm not really one for big portraits with like a hundred colors in them I prefer like a simpler design I like the way that looks like the bold colors and simple shapes um but if you have a look you know a lot of them they're not hugely complex and actually like bigger designs are just made up of lots of those simple elements put together so you really don't need to be amazing at drawing um, to be able to create cross stitch patterns that are really effective and look really good and I always say to people you know remember to start simple like don't expect yourself to create a cross stitch landscape on your first attempt you know but um try so someone in the course made a really cute little christmas pudding like we could probably all draw a christmas pudding that's great um and it was really sweet it was lovely and i think i think she used it for a card but it was really effective it looked really really good um so you know try that think okay i'm gonna make my christmas cards this year and i'm gonna draw four shapes like four christmas shapes i'll do like a cracker and a little reindeer and um yeah christmas pudding and a christmas tree I'm sure you could do that and actually then you could maybe embellish it and you could develop the idea and add nice little flourishes on it Um, but actually those can be really really effective and it's not a complicated drawing task you know drawing isn't a big skill that you would really need for that just to get those shapes down so yeah just I uh, just don't be put off basically don't be put off um by looking at um, these huge um designs and thinking gosh I can never do it because actually it is just um small steps and doing simple things and that will start to build up and you'll start to discover like what you enjoy making what you enjoy designing and you'll start to find your own way and your own style in that um so yes that would be a top tip don't get put off in that way 
So my next tip is all about getting your ideas from a sketch into a design. This always makes me think about, I once wanted to do um, my new dining room in my new house, which is now two years since I moved in, so not that new, but I was decorating my dining room and I really wanted it to be... Um, had quite a few things with like garden birds so my curtains are like yellow flowers with garden birds on them and I thought I'd be really nice to have some cross stitch hoops in there with some little garden birds on so I started trying um, I managed to sketch pretty well a little blue tip and I thought well that'll be lovely I'll, I'll create that and um, this is well way before I'd um, come up with the process that's part of the designer and cross stitch patterns course and I kind of had my sketch and I thought oh I'll try and put it into the software and I was sort of playing around with it and honestly it was terrible <laughs> it was so terrible I just lost my patience with it in the end because I just couldn't get this sketch I had into the software like you just I couldn't get the shapes right it just wasn't flowing at all and I just found it so difficult and really disheartening and then when I came up with the system that is in the course um, where I actually have an intermediary step there so I actually transfer the sketch onto graph paper that is scaled to the IDA size that I'm going to use that was just such a game changer for me because then I could see okay I need five squares here I need six squares here and it made such a difference so that's the basis of how um, I teach in the course to do these um, to transfer your designs and I think that really can take out that um, fear <laughs> um, and some of that challenge of trying to get that sketch into something that you can actually stitch so if you want all the details of that and obviously a step-by-step -step guide of how to do that then the course is available but you know you can pick up some graph paper you'll have to do a bit of measuring to make it scale um, to the size of Ida to you know to make sure that the image that you're creating is going to come out the right size when you stitch it up so in the course there is 14 count 16 count and 18 count Ida um, graph paper so you can literally draw straight on it and that is how big it will be when you stitch it up if you're doing it on normal graph paper you're going to need to measure like 14 squares per inch and um, so it's a little bit more complicated but you can do that but I would say you know lots of designers I've interviewed on uh, the podcast say there's a point where they kind of move beyond needing to sketch it out onto graph paper like that and they just do it straight into the computer you know they get used to it um, but you know that's a skill and that takes some time and actually having that intermediary stage playing around with it you know sketching onto it and seeing the kind of shapes that you need to make in the software that makes a huge difference I think and lots of people have commented to me like oh wow that point was a game changer <laughs> that actually felt like I can take this idea I can make it into what a cross stitch pattern is those little squares um, and I it gives me a, a guide and a template of how to do that um, so I think that really makes a big difference to add that step in the next thing that can be a bit daunting, I think, <laughs> is working your way around software. Um, so when you're designing cross-stitch patterns, I, I know some people do actually make their, almost like make their own software by making, um, reducing down Excel boxes, I think, into like tiny squares. I'd love to hear from someone who does this. It sounds way too complicated for me, but um, <laughs> that's an option. Um, but what I have always done is to use cross-stitch design software. So there's lots of different options available for that. Um, one of the most common ones, I think, is PC Stitch or Mac Stitch. 
and that's the one that I cover in the course. You know, I think any new computer software can be a bit daunting, can't it? When you first look at it, you think, oh gosh, what's going on here? Um, but, you know, when you come down to it, they're pretty simple. You just need to learn some basic functions and you'll be able to do that. And uh, of course, again, the course runs through all of that for you, um, shows you where you find everything you need. So it shows you um, how to transfer your stitches into it, how to change colours, how to do backstitch, all of that. Um, but one thing I would say is if you're interested, go um, look up some of these softwares. So things like PC Stitch and Mac Stitch um, have free trials and lots of them, different softwares have free trials available. So have a go, like try, download it. You won't be able to save your image, I think, until you buy the software. So don't go off designing the whole thing, <laughs> design this beautiful masterpiece and then you can't save or print it. That would be devastating. Um, but yes, you know, you can play around, you can experiment, you can try different ones, you know, and see what feels more intuitive to you um, and what works best for you so again I think it's a bit like with the stage of sketching where you can feel a bit daunted like jump in have a go have a play around if you need a bit more support the course is there um, but it is that's the best way to know if it's going to be something for you I think just experiment and play around and remember, of course, that you don't have to use software. So in the course, I show you how to kind of neaten up your image, your sketch on graph paper. So you could stitch from that. You don't have to go anywhere near a computer if you don't want to. It's very, very possible to just stitch it straight from your graph paper image. You need to be a bit neater with your work on it, but that is very possible. Um, other tips, top tips. Um, so I've hinted at this already, but a big tip would be to start small. Like why not challenge yourself to design a birthday card or challenge yourself to make um, some little images about, you know, from a beach holiday or some little, like I said before, some little Christmas images or just something small where you can experiment and have a go. And you can go from your image that you're creating, your design that you're creating quickly into um, actually stitching something up and seeing one, what that looks like, two, how it feels for you. Because actually that's the exciting part. Like once you've designed this pattern to actually stitch it up and see it come to life. Like we all love the stitching part, don't we? Um, that is really exciting. And to see how the colours that you've chosen, like how they come together um, and how it feels to be creating something of your own design. So I would say in your first projects, you know, do that let that happen early for yourself, you know, rather than creating something absolutely massive, it's going to take you weeks and weeks to stitch up and then you get to the end and think, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> you know, start small, um, you have a sort of quick win with it and then um, go from there and develop from there. But I think that's a really good way to kind of try it out for yourself and also get that little boost um, that it's working for you and that you're enjoying it the um next thing i would say is it's really important with this to take your time to find your own way find your own style and keep the pressure off yourself you know uh 
I love Instagram. I love seeing what other people are making. But we can, when we're trying to be creative, end up in a bit of kind of paralysis mode. Like we sort of look around and see what everyone else is doing and immediately feel like, I can't do that. Everyone else is so much better than me. I can't draw. I don't have any good ideas, you know, and we can sort of squash ourselves like before we've even started. And those sorts of thoughts are uh, just a bit of kryptonite to creativity, I think. It really can be challenging. I talk about that actually in the mini series um, over on the Patreon feed at the moment. Just how there are things that can really dim and crush our creativity and we have to be really careful about that and we have to and protect that because it's your creativity is really precious um and particularly if you're embarking on something new like this you know sometimes comparison can be the worst thing you know and we will I love the phrase um don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle and that actually everybody, all these designers that you love, who you stitch up, like they all started somewhere. They probably all started making something simple. They probably had a few disasters. <laughs> they um, learned from those things and went on to do what they're doing. So, you know, it's um, it's that thing again, a bit like with sketching, where we sort of expect ourselves to design something. The first thing we ever do is amazing and hundreds of people want to buy it and everything's great. I actually that's that might happen but it's most likely not going to happen that way and it's about allowing ourselves to actually enjoy the process and to lighten up on ourselves and like give ourselves a break and say you know it doesn't matter if it's not the best thing ever it's the process it's learning um it's seeing what works and what doesn't and changing and growing and finding our own way it's like what does your style look like what are your designs like they're going to be unique to you they're going to reflect the place where you live your experiences in life, the design style that you enjoy, the colours that you love, the fabrics that you love, your stitching life, all of that is going to be um, part of what you make. And that is completely unique to you. It doesn't need to look like what anyone else has done. Um, It doesn't need to be this uh, kind of standard that you have in your head, like straight away. It can be fun. Um, It can be a way of letting that uniqueness of yourself come through in thread um, and stitches and that is really special and actually I think if we all just gave ourselves a bit more permission to be ourselves um, to not have to get it right first time to not be perfect all the time then I think our creativity would flourish and you know for me like I'd love to see like more diversity in the kind of designs that are out there like I like to stitch different things um and yeah I I I love would love to see more reflections of where people are from um what's precious to them from where they live and their culture I'd really love to see that so um but we have to allow ourselves to go on a bit of a journey with it if we're going to get there so sorry that was a bit of a uh, impassioned rant there but I think it's really important because it's sad to think of people sort of crushing themselves before they've begun um, because of this sort of feeling of perfection and comparison um, because it's just really not true that some people just wake up perfect and make perfect things and other people are just a bit rubbish it's just not true (laughs) Um, so don't let that be the story in your head when you come to any kind of creative thing 
So I hope those things help. Um, the design course is actually on sale at the moment. It is um, my annual back to school sale because I find September time is when I'm really gearing up for new things. I actually really excited. I mentioned this in my behind the scenes episode um, this month. I've actually just signed up for an art course. I'm going to be doing a year long art course online. Um, My little box of supplies is coming. So excited. Um, So yes, I'm going to be doing a bit more of learning to draw and paint and sketch and Ah, all these wonderful things and yeah I love starting new things in September I just have a lot of energy for that I just feel kind of ready for it at this time of year so I always put my course on sale in this last week of August beginning of September so if you're listening to this when it launches um, it's on sale right now and it will be on sale until the 1st of September till midnight on the 1st of September so go and check it out you can see a um, free lesson the introductory lesson that kind of introduces what the course is all about Um, but basically everything I've spoken about today um, about getting over that kind of sketching paralysis um, worrying about not being able to draw getting your ideas from sketch into design the software all of that is in there um, and it gives you this easy and user-friendly way of going from um just having that desire to make your own patterns to actually having some patterns in real life um, so do check that out if it's of interest to you while that is on sale and I hope you know that this could be a really lovely extension to your hobby um, to your cross stitch hobby and something where you can really sort of flex your creative muscles really get your teeth into it um, and experiment and really enjoy that and loads of people have been really successful in doing that like really quickly actually um, and that is such a joy to see and they've really quickly come up with some really special and beautiful designs so um, dive in go for it enjoy um, and do tag me on anything that you create like any sketches or how your sketchbook's coming on whether you're in a course or not I would love to see that I love to um, see how people are doing with those things so before I go I thought I might do my stitching love of the month doing that at the end here rather than the beginning being a bit controversial um but yes I think I'm trying to think what I mentioned last month whether I'd already started this project I can't remember um I think I did mention on it but I'm getting on well with my Grimm's fairy tale um clouds factory pattern it is a bit of a beast it's huge Um, So I'm going to be working on that for a few months, I think. But it's definitely inspired me about beautiful fabrics for sure. Because I am loving stitching on this really beautiful, it's kind of a mint green sort of cloudy, lovely idea that I got. Um, And it's definitely got me thinking about what I'm going to stitch for Christmas. I know, I know, it's it's not even September, it's August. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I love Christmas stitching. Oh my goodness, I just love it. And I really want to do this year, I've got into kind of swapping out some of the pictures in my house. Um, Really, yeah, I'm just really enjoying that. So I've got one that's in my dining room that is a spring sampler. Um, And uh, yeah, I've been sort of swapping it out with other things and other pictures that I have. So I would love, like, for December, which means I'd have to stitch it before, actually. Hmm, 
interesting um but yeah i'd love to be able to kind of swap out um one of the pictures in my living room for like a really beautiful christmas design with on really gorgeous like maybe pale blue kind of sparkly fabric oh yes so excited so i'm on the hunt i think i might have found the pattern that i want to do which is a little dove designs pattern if you haven't seen her designs do go and check them out because they're really really lovely and she's releasing all her christmas things now um so yes i think that might be my pattern for this year last year i did my christmas stocking by satsuma street so if you're looking for um some a beautiful it's almost like an heirloom piece it really is so lovely and um, i did the santa in a hot air balloon um on navy ida oh it's just lovely and the wonderful thing i think about christmas stitching is that it goes into your christmas box and then when you pull out all your decorations you get reunited with these beautiful pieces that you've stitched that like remind you it gives you like the christmas feels you know reminds you of when you were sitting stitching that having a nice mulled wine oh I just love it. I love it so much. So yes, my mind is definitely turning um, towards, yes, that back to school feeling, but also like, hmm, it's legitimate to start thinking about Christmas now, surely. As a stitcher, surely, because it takes us time. Um, and I noticed that some of the Christmas stitch alongs are coming out now. So that's something to keep an eye out on as well. So I think Caterpillar Cross Stitch have released theirs. Um, Little Dove has got one. Uh, I'm sure lots of other people's but I think Hanahan makes us doing an autumn one but I'm sure she'll have a Christmas one again this year so yes do check it out and again um yes yeah, send me a Christmas um wish list send me your ones that you're gonna make <laughs> just love it um so yes that is what I'm up to in my stitching world and I will look forward to seeing you again next month. I'm going to be doing an interview. I haven't quite decided yet with who. Um, I've got a few people on my list. So I think I will reach out to someone for next month, for September. Um, yeah, do give me a shout. If you come across people and you think, oh, I'd love to hear their story, more of their story, like do um, send me a message because I'm really happy to explore that um, if there's particular things or if there's particular topics you want to hear about. Again, I do have a little list of um, ideas of things to cover, but if there is a particular thing that you're interested in, um, that I haven't covered yet and that you would like to hear me ramble on about then yeah do let me know I would love to hear about that okay well thank you so much and if you would like more podcast in your life don't forget the patreon feed um, there is already a fair bit of content up on there and it's updated um, very regularly with new episodes so yes do go and check that out and thank you thank you thank you to you wonderful people who are over there I very much appreciate you so I will see you all soon bye